prospect news and analysis. This is Hockey Prospect Radio with Shane Malloy and Brad Allen. We're back on Hockey Prospect Radio, our 2024 World Junior Championship preview. Let's get into Team Finland, starting up front with the forward group. Jason, you know, they have, as I look, about, you know, nine drafted forwards. Same as Slovakia, so I think their top nine, that top nine is going to play a ton of minutes. Not a lot of players that I would consider high-end offensive players, but a lot of like typical Finns, you know what I mean? Really good two-way forwards, and they're going to have to play a very similar game as the Czechs in terms of having to like grind out those 2-1-3-2 games and just be opportunistic and just be relentless in their puck pursuit and force the other teams just to make mistakes and be very opportunistic on, on their power play and have great penalty killing. I think that's this how this forward group is going to have to play with very, very good puck support overall. Yeah, you just uh, pretty much laid it out that they got to play a perfect game there, which is, uh, you know, that, that's fair. It's... Uh... They're a different group in terms of, um, you know, that high-end offense for sure. Like, they've got Casper Haltonen, who, uh, you know, big shooter, right, guys? Like, the back door on the flank especially. Um, it's going to be interesting to see, though, how he tracks up and down the ice. He's having a really good year goal-scoring-wise in the Ontario Hockey League with London. Uh, but certainly there's some room for improvement uh inconsistency you know between the blue lines he we've seen it though you know we've seen it even at the worlds last year the under 18s you know he can push the play when he's motivated uh, he's gonna have to be motivated you know every game because this isn't a team that has like a yoke and camel from last year who can really transport the puck uh, quickly for them so um you know up front uh, I'm interested to see how Kupalainen does um you know he uh, and and definitely Constantinus as well. You know, Constant Hellenius is having a heck of a year uh, in the in Liga, and he's he's kind of can take that that role of being that that darting forward who can attack off the rush uh, off the rush part of me for for the Finns. You know, he can lead the power play breakouts and uh, zone entries if you watch him closely. Uh, and when our people who are listening, when you when you watch this kid play, uh, you watch how far the back uh, the defense back off, allowing him to kind of enter the zone with speed because they have to be cognizant of how quick he attacks and especially in a little bit bigger ice over there. So Hemming's another shooter, but we're talking about young guys, aren't we? And it's going to be interesting to see uh, where all their goal scoring comes from. Uh, they're going to have to dig deep. Yeah. To Jason's point, they got two snipers there. Emil Hemming, this is his first year. He hasn't looked great internationally this year for me uh, so far, but he's been better in his U20 Sarja viewings and some of his league, uh, league play in Liga over in Finland. So he's played against men. Uh, which, again, I think it really matters when you have a, a kid who's going from a pretty decent professional league back to a World Junior Tournament because I think it helps with pacing. And I bring that up because Emil Hemming, that, that's one of his uh, one of his issues at times can be his pacing, but he's, he's improving off the forecheck. I think he's going to matter here. Uh, but to Jason's point, the player I think everybody should hone in on here is he's basically what Matthias Sopovilov is going to have to be for the Czechs, and that is Consolanius. Consolanius is a blue-chip prospect. He is a phenomenal two-way center, incredibly smart player. Uh, and like Sopovilov, I find that he's more of a primary playmaker, even though he has a heck of a shot. I, I think he's a dual threat, but he's still trying to figure out exactly when and where he should use his shot. But he's very comfortable as a playmaker. Uh, if Finland is to make noise at this tournament, is because Consolanius has had a, a very successful I also think those big bodies up front, they better play big. 
Like they're going to have to create some time and space for their smaller, smaller forwards. So, you know, look at Bahu 6'3 and um, Halton in his 6'3, uh, you know, and uh, Copeland in his 6'3, Nyman is 6'4. Like they don't have to always necessarily bang and crash and be vicious, but they're going to have to use their size to create some time and space and force defenders to draw to them for those other players to just to get a, that half second they need to make a play. Um, otherwise, there's no value in their size. So I'm really looking to see what those four forwards do in that respect. I think that's going to be a real catalyst for them as well, particularly when the games get tight. Let's talk about that defense core as well. So they have a bunch of guys that are drafted, not high end, but a, like kind of an eclectic group. You got Otto Salen and, and Artu Karku and Cali Kangas. So, Brad, talk about a little – actually, I'll go back to, to Jason first. Talk about this defense core and – what do you think overall? Because they, they got some size in there too. Like they're going to be, they can be hard to play against if they use that size effectively. Yeah, they got range is what I would, yeah. what I would say to you guys. Um, I don't find it to be an overly um, powerful group on the back end. Um, how can I put this gently, guys? I it's It's kind of a vanilla group, which might not be a bad thing, but – um, there isn't anything that stands out here. You know, you look at some of the other teams in the tournament, obviously we go back with the U.S., you know, those dynamic guys like Hudson on the back end, or even Canada's got like the Matejchuks and these types of players. Uh, th- this group in Finland, um, you know, I'll put it back to you a little bit, Bradley. I don't know who quarterbacks the power play and gets results per se. Like I'm, I'm trying to pull this all together here. It, it seems like we've got a two-way D as a core here more than we've got anybody that fits into like really thundering body checker, defensive shutdown, even though we're rangy and we don't really have a ton of offense either. I just find like they're just steady eddies. Yeah. Well, I find that it would be probably Aaron Kivahari, but he's injured. Right. So that, that's, yeah. that's one big uh, yeah. knock for them. Right. Um, I'll bring up one name that I think I'm very interested in seeing here. I actually have his A-rated prospect and he's an overager. Uh, and that's Hesse Polkinen. Uh, six six defender. Right. He has come out of absolutely nowhere. I watched him way earlier in the season when I was trying to evaluate Emil Hemi. I was like, who's this massive defenseman? I've never seen him before. Long story short, he goes from four assists in his eligible first year of eligibility to two points per game in U20. Sorry, he has been dominant in the league in his last couple of games. He was phenomenal last week against Assad. Uh, I would not be shocked at all if this is his coming out party for a lot of people in this industry, uh, this is a remarkably interesting unicorn on an ice, on the ice surface. I guarantee you he goes in the top three rounds. I won't be shocked at all. If, if he, if he does really well at this event, don't be shocked at all. If you hear his name called early, there's a ton to like, he can dominate both sides of the puck. And uh, you mentioned Jason, the dark horse for running the, the power plates. This kid, this kid's pretty dynamic and very inventive and creative. There's actually, he's kind of like a defensive version of Elmer Soderblom. A little bit mm. to give you some idea. So it should be very interesting. I am incredibly interested to see what this kid does at this event. Yeah, curious to see um, how that sort of plays out from that standpoint. And I'm always, I'm always on the hunt for the guys that could have that breakout in this tournament. Let's talk about the goaltending uh, as well. So right off the hop, they have one drafted goaltender in Nicholas uh, Coco, six four, big big kid. Jason, from your perspective. He's going to probably have to, if they're going to get into a gold, into a metal game, this is a guy who he's going to have to steal a game for them. He's going to have to. Yeah. So 
um, you know, what I do like about him, obviously, is his stature. There's there's no doubt about that. It's nice to have a big goalie in the net. Um, he can be polarizing, though, guys. There's there's nights that um, you really appreciate his athleticism and, uh, you know, the look of him uh, in terms of being able to maybe steal a game. Let's be honest. Like, you know, his stats this year are good. He's been relatively solid, um, you know, I just uh, you you hit it right on this right on the head. So for me, that we're talking, he leans butterfly athletic for me. Definitely butterfly. There are nights, Brad, that he gets wandering around a lot, like outside his posts and outside the blue paint, and that when he gets erratic, like any goalie, um, you know, trouble ensues, right? So uh, when he plays with uh, better crease composure, I know that sounds simple, but under duress and high leverage situations, guys get stressed out and sometimes do more than they need to. Um, uh, it'll be interesting to see if he can keep it uh, composed. Yeah, to your point, Jason, I think, you, you know, you look at Emil Vinny, you look at Coco, both dynamic athletically at times, but very inconsistent mentally. And in this tournament, composure is everything. And that's where I find that the, for some, I would say they would think it's the third string, but I wouldn't be shocked if he grabs it. And that's, that's Noah Valley. He's, he's played extremely well this year. Um, I watched him last year. I didn't think he was a draft. Uh, he forced my hand to at least rewatch him because that's how consistent he was in Liga so far this season. He's also the only goalie of the three that I, I found has had the rates of consistency you look for heading into the tournament. So it's nothing set in stone. Let's put it that way when it comes to the, the finished goaltending position right now. Yeah. Uh, Emil Vinny is the most talented of the three, but he's also the most sporadic. But he has been good internationally. He's been yeah. better internationally than he has in Mestis. So it should be very interesting to see them. Well, I, I wonder how much is the car- the goaltenders will take the identity of the defense core that's in front of them and just play a, a simple, safe game. We'll see from that standpoint. We're going to take a short break. Stay tuned for hour two. We'll talk about the Swedes right after this. Every play, every stat, every breakdown. On their own, they're essential. But all together, they're undeniable. Introducing Huddle Instat a new advanced data platform that integrates with sports code and every Huddle product you rely on to create an all-in-one data powerhouse. Huddle Instat's advanced tagging and next-level stat reports help you develop your team, and its global film library helps you find the missing piece to get the most out of every second of film. Visit huddle.com backslash HPR to learn more. The Junior Prospect Hockey League is Western Canada's newest elite developmental stream for student-athletes looking to take their game and studies to the next level. The JPHL features professional coaches and skill development coaches, along with comprehensive practice, game, and academic schedule, allowing athletes to be successful in a more cost-effective model compared to similar hockey and school programs. To learn more and see why the JPHL is the ideal choice for your student-athlete and family, visit JuniorProspectsHockeyLeague.com. Fractal Hockey Consulting. Everything we do, we believe in challenging the status quo in hockey. We believe in thinking differently. We provide interdisciplinary solutions that are personally designed, simple to use, and user-friendly. Through an integrated series of best business practices, and we design solutions for both hockey operations and hockey business operations. Contact us at fractalhockey.com. 
Outside Edge has built a reputation for guiding hockey players toward their potential and provides on- and off-ice development programs for hockey players. Outside Edge Hockey Development operates all programs on the philosophy of quality over quantity. Our strength, skills, and mental coaches understand the demands of the game and use this knowledge to develop strength, speed, and energy systems so our athletes can reach their potential. The Outside Edge programming features KPI-based strength and conditioning programs, skating, and skill development sessions for pro, junior, midget, phantom, and peewee. Contact us today at outsideedge.ca.